Nice. What the fuck, Jason? <laughs> Beautiful. That was – it didn't make it in, Mike. It, the record came on right after. I, I, I think it's, it's a did. damn shame. Thanks, Jason. I'm sorry. I didn't expect a revelation like that to drop when I was hitting record. Well, you, you were talking about doing revelations. Doing revelations? Yes. You know, where the dragon comes and the horror Babylon, and then there was trumpets, and everything bulls burns to the ground. Bulls boring and... is a big part of Revelation. Hmm? Bulls boring. Oh, pulled, pulled pork. Today? Yeah, Max broke the camera last time, so he, we're just going to get the voice of Max. Yeah, where's Max? Yeah, where is Max? I came back down, and it was broken. When I, uh, when I move out, eventually I'm going to get a sound. Uh, what's it called, John? A soundboard? Yes, a soundboard. Because okay. I'm going to edit out. I'm going to make that Scott or the Justin or Philip game, and I'm going to make a laugh track using Max's laugh. That's what I got so far. And then there was a little clip from the Larry thing yesterday that I told Justin to please save for me. Huh. Okay. Did I email that to you? Right. I think I did. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> we are prepping live. All right, everybody. We'll be back right after this. We prep. Everybody, welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast, and I am so proud to say that we are going to be full Brady bunch we today. Have two guests coming when the Petersons join us. Yes, we do. Oh no, they're yeah, on yeah, the no, same. No, we were so excited for a second. <laughs> Damn it, Amit! <laughs> I did the math. I uh, I'm really excited day. about today's show. Uh, John and I interviewed the Petersons last August, and I've been waiting for everybody else to meet the. These people, they're they're fantastic. They do the little outro to our commercial break that I'm absolutely in love with. But uh, how's everybody been? Good. Deep. Deep. Absolute silence. <laughs> I'm dead inside, I, Jason. Yes, yes. I've been, I've been very, very well because uh, Animaniacs just did an episode, and I was expecting a, a crap movie, and I actually really enjoyed the movie. And I think it was a very good episode of Animaniacs, so I've been riding that high for a couple of days now. Uh, Scott, you're... <laughs> Scott, I was trying to I was trying to join with my cell phone so we could have full Brady bunch, <laughs> <laughs> but and I thought I muted it, but it, it was just getting the echo. Yeah, it's don't, the don't old worry B roll. <laughs> we tried, Max. Yes. The one thing that that film needed was like one or two jive turkeys. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it would have been four out of three geese if, uh, <laughs> if they had some dive turkeys in there. But no, uh, it was. It's. Uh, I can't wait for the episode to drop. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Dude. That was a lot of fun. I can't wait to to see it because this is the first Batman animated that you guys have had. Any... Oh, dude, I didn't have spoilers. I didn't say what movie it was, Max. <laughs> Jesus, God. it was a Killian joke, and you know it. 
There's, <laughs> there's 275 Batman animated movies. I could be talking about be. any of the 275. <laughs> and about a handful that are good. So, <laughs> I went on a date last night, guys. Hooray. Congratulations. Yeah, it was fun. We went to uh, Olive Garden. It was nice. COVID. Yeah, did you wear your, wear your mask? Were you safe? Yes. Yep, I've been packing. I started working on the back of the behind me. Uh, yeah, yeah, packing like you strapped. That's right. I am strapped. I'll guard the lines. You mean cash strapped? Yeah. It is dating. Just like the rest of America. Dude, no joke. Moving is expensive. Because, you know, not only do you have the process of moving, but you got to pay for the stuff that you don't already own by yourself. So, like, a yeah. toaster or <laughs> a microwave, a vacuum cleaner, and then all the little things you don't think about. It you adds could do, up. like, a toaster oven and have both of those things combined, right? Yeah. I yeah. wanted a toaster yeah. oven, Justin. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a fan of the toaster oven as well. Um, I feel it is one of the most underrated appliances. Yeah, especially now. Like back in the 80s, like everybody I knew had a toaster oven. Now it's not it's not like that. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. People are like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> What's a toaster? An oven? air fryer? No. <laughs> My pets are weird. We missed you. Hey guys, a date. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, a date. And it was yay. I had a good time. Olive Garden is one of my favorite restaurants. I've been on a diet for the last month and a half. I've lost 20 pounds. So but he's um, got his summer bod going. I was good when I went to Olive <laughs> in Garden. In January, I asked for a 500 calorie slice of lasagna instead of the like 1900 uh, calorie. The half, the half a pan that they give you. What's that? Did the half a pan that they give you normally? Oh, I wish. But I'm like, did you eat all the free breadsticks? Because then it doesn't even matter. I had yeah. one. I had one breadstick. That was it. I was good. How many carbs? You put yourself on breadsticks. It doesn't matter how much lasagna you eat. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to be able to get the lunch portion for the uh, lasagna. So I went in prepared to break my diet. So the fact that I didn't break it near as bad as I thought I was well, going like, to. That's like double points. But I mean, I'm a thousand calories a day. I that's added like two hundred to my diet plan. Xbox Hold on. So how was the actual date then, Jason? Yeah, we're <laughs> just all right. yeah, we're just talking about uh, the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food. She is... left halfway through, but I had lasagna. Yeah, she cried a couple times, but the bread sticks. <laughs> <laughs> guys, the bread sticks are no joke. I love bread sticks. <laughs> I will side with the breadsticks on this. <laughs> that was beautiful, Justin. <laughs> Is this since we went pre-COVID? Yeah, yeah, like, and I just lost my whole Olive Garden experience to the porcelain gods, and I've never been back. <laughs> Jason, huh. I have a question. How many people were in the restaurant? Was uh, it crowded or no? No, not really. So like you read it out the whole Olive Garden. Well, dude, after after nine o'clock, her and I looked around and we're like, we're the only ones left in this place. He's like, yeah, maybe I read it out this whole motherfucker. Just because. you wanna you wanna go back in the kitchen and see if we can find the full tray of lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> A bowl of fettuccine and just go right in. <laughs> She's like, wow, there's nobody here. Jason's like, yeah, you, you figured they'd be back around with these fucking breadsticks a little more often. <laughs> Jason asked her, can you open up your purse? I'm going to put the salad inside of it. <laughs> Did you bring any plastic wrap? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Try and swipe one of the little like cheese grinder things. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's hungry. Let's go. <laughs> he just has the cheese grinder up those mouth. They <laughs> <laughs> win. Lady's like, yeah, yeah. Tell me when. Like, if you push two tables together, do you get two things of breadstick? Sorry, wow, Jason is getting his shit together. Yes, I've been doing Let's that. Let's not get carried away, my pets are weird. <laughs> uh, it's been about six months. I've been working really hard, and yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Nice. S seriously, congrats on the day, too. Yeah, for I sure. Know, That's I, know I know we're focusing yeah. on the breadsticks and everything, but congrats on the day. <laughs> Do we think there's going to be a man. second date? I won't, we don't have to talk about it anymore, but we we feeling yeah. good? Yeah. I think she's watching this right now. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Oh, one of the I warned her. I warned Let her. us know in the comments if you like the breadsticks. Lasagna addiction hurts millions of families a year. <laughs> As a Sicilian, I agree. Uh, every every hey, year for my birthday, my mom makes me a whole lasagna, and I eat it all. Eat the whole thing. The whole but thing. Do, but in one sitting. Yeah, like Garfield. <laughs> If my grandma saw me now, if my grandma, if my Italian grandmother was still alive and saw me, she'd be very disappointed that I was losing weight. She'd be like, no, we got to put a few more pounds on you. Let's get some more pasta going. That's why Italians make it to 50. But it's a good life, you know? Yeah. Short and sweet. That's how Italians like it. Strong. Meatballs. It's all good. Justin, is that a Pacers hat? Yeah, I went to I went to Indiana, right? Sure. Let me make sure I get that. And I went on the college night, so there's an IU uh, symbol in the. Oh, side. that's why I was confused. I'm like, it's yeah, IU, yeah. but is that a Pacers? Okay. I went it. to go watch Victor Oladipo because we we graduated the same year, so it was all good. Okay. I like I like hey. to watch him in college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but okay. <laughs> He's yeah. one of the stars of the, the Pacers. Oh, okay. He left I want the Pacers. No, no, no. He's still there. I think he got oh. hurt though. I haven't, I haven't really kept up. I want to say thank you to everybody that is in watching us right now. Send in comments, questions. Saj the boss, I won't answer all of them, but flood <laughs> us in comments. You you hit home with some of your questions last week, so give us more of those style questions. I really like those. Or just, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, live your truth, man. You ask Jason whatever he wants. Ask about the breadsticks. Ask whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. The meat sauce, whatever. Meat Hmm. I like just for, like for Italian places. Yeah. I kind of like I like more hole in the wall places. I feel like they get yeah. more. Yeah, oh, for sure, like, for sure. sure. I, I, I can't do olive garden. I I gotta say the most Italian I've ever felt going into a restaurant that felt like going into my great grandmother's house when I was young is Buca de Beppo. Like that yeah. place feels the like an Italian great, yeah. restaurant when you walk in. Do you Especially start talking with your hands? There's like no single <laughs> yeah. <restaurant>. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, order like a plate of spaghetti and it's like a platter for five people. Yeah. Don't go there with just two people. You gotta no. take a squad. No, no, no. Go there with just two people. <laughs> Scott, I go there for just me and I order the family lasagna. That's why I'm on a diet, man. <laughs> Jason's like Jabba the Hut in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, I um since I've started it, I am really a huge fan of Beyond Meat. Have you guys tried that? Mm -hmm. I have tried it. It's so good. Like seriously, Look so good. Face. That's the right face. Is that? I, I've just not, I've not. I've not really heard that it's that much better for you than regular it's meat. Not, yeah. Because <laughs> I just like I don't know if I'm, we're gonna do that whole vegetable switch. I'd rather it be better for me. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely try it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I is, haven't had a chance to. Is that the same as the Impossible? Whatever. I think yeah. So. Pretty much. Yeah, that's the yeah. exact same. Okay. Different brand. 
Uh, my pets are weird. Asks us, "What is your favorite restaurant that has since shut down because of COVID?" Ooh, well, you know any restaurants that I really enjoy. Do you mean shut down uh, permanently? Bell guy, La Scala, La Scala, and I don't know if you have one, oh, yeah. but uh, I think they shut down. And that was like permanently? Of- yeah. Rip, dude. I know TJ's just shut down in Columbus, but I haven't been there since I was super young. <laughs> It hasn't shut down yet, and May. the reason it shut down is because they didn't renew their lease. I think they're like moving. Oh. Whoops. Yeah, well, I know, like uh, they intentionally uh, didn't renew their lease. They're like, we're out of okay. here because they. It was like the prices were going to go up, and they could either buy the lot or their lease was going to go up. So, but the lot was too expensive, so they're like, we're out. <laughs> All right, hmm. I'm going to try to pronounce this comment here. <laughs> Sokolowski's University Inn. <laughs> is that is that how it goes? <laughs> oh. That sounds about right. That sounds right. Right on the money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Uh, I've never been there, but I don't like to go to Cleveland because that place is terrible. Oh, <laughs> we had a bad, yeah. Max, Max had a bad experience in uh, Cleveland during one of our conventions we went to. Most people at Cleveland have bad experiences in Cleveland. Let's be very honest with that. Well, that's because they're in Cleveland. I, mean, I guess. But if you're going to Cleveland voluntarily, you got to kind of expect that, you know, you're going to I'm, Cleveland. I'm going to stand up for Cleveland. Yeah, There's plenty of wonderful City. things in Cleveland. There are, just yeah, that's our right. people. That's We've got right. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. For yeah, sure. right. they also have the Browns in Cleveland. <laughs> they did okay hey, this, this year. year. That's not an insult this year, Max. No. Uh, no. oh, I'm sorry. Are they going to the Super Bowl? Did they, did they oh. win something? I'm sorry. Oh. I I didn't hear you 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 bitch about Cincinnati, which is you know almost the same distance. They don't have an indoor facility. But, but Cleveland <laughs> came up. Cleveland came up in the in the chat. That's why I started talking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some infighting. Three geeks infighting. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's why I started talking about. <laughs> Cleveland's a fine city. Just because you can't do proper road maintenance, Max. I just really enjoy crapping on them, but they're fine. Are they? Yeah. I mean, they've got comparable things to Columbus. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they have a football team. It's true. (laughs) They did better than Broncos, right, guys? Am I right? (laughs) Am I right? You know what I found out Uh, last year? Oh, not the Broncos. Um, (laughs) Sorry. The Bengals. I found out the Bengals is like the lowest, like they bring in the least money of all the NFL teams. That, that, that was very interesting. Hmm. I don't know why Broncos made me think of Bengals. Oh, because I'm a Broncos fan and Jason's being a dick. <laughs> I'm usually a dick to Broncos fans. <laughs> Here's my nice. only gripe about Cleveland. Okay. Oh, God. It's hockey. It's hockey related. Stop. Stop playing. Stop with the monsters playing in the queue, or whatever it's called nowadays. Whatever it looks terrible on TV. You don't have the fan base to have an eighteen thousand seat arena. Find enough. <laughs> there's got to be another small arena somewhere in the northeastern Ohio where you could put them. So that's my gripe about Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So other than that, you're a great city, Cleveland. Other than your minor league hockey team needs a smaller arena and your professional <laughs> football team. You said that, not me. Hey, I mean, hey, hey, the Cavs are actually doing pretty well. Right I'm now. sorry, there are no Broncos, okay? With the Cavs, I'm always just like, well, you know, maybe maybe you'll get LeBron back before he retires. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am going to switch this up a little bit. We're going to get serious for a minute. Right for the um, best. We love you, Cleveland. I, you rock. Let me throw this up Drew on the screen. So. Um, I want to say we've, we've cracked jokes on Dustin Diamond quite a few times on the podcast. Unfortunately, you know, he got into some rough business later in his career. But things were starting to finally turn around for him. And unfortunately, he passed away last week, uh, early this week it, at such a young age. 44 is, you know, it's not it's not a good age to go. Well, I, I think Italian? A lot of um I, I got to say, growing up, I was a huge fan of Dustin Diamond's work. Saved by the Bell was one of my favorite shows growing up. And seeing Screech be a part of the cool kids in high school was something that I always thrive for, even though I don't really understand why, because I proved in high school when we got fuzzy nominated, prom, nominated Homecoming King that we were the popular kids. But, um, you know, Dustin Diamond was able to hold his own with that cast and absolutely funny guy and there's a huge hole in my heart from you know J younger jason is really sad for this loss mm -hmm. and i know he was in talks to reprise his role on the second season of the new saved by the bell and unfortunately we're not going to see that i hope they do something nice to pay respects to him but uh sure rest in peace to uh dustin screech diamond and uh do you guys have anything else to add to did, did they just not mention him in the? In no, the... he was he was mentioned in the first season. Uh, okay, so like I said, he was starting to come around. He was making amends for some of the mistakes he'd made in his past. Yeah, yeah, I know, like you wrote that book and everything, and then called out everybody's shit. But uh, <laughs> no, I was just wondering, like, if there was like, oh, Screech is dead, and then now like he's, he's dead, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, the thing about that book is that it was ghost written, and that he claims that a lot of the subject in the book was taken out of context in his interviews. Like he's like. Basically, a lot of the stuff was like, yeah, they exaggerated a lot of what I actually told them. So, you know, he tried to clear the record, you know, at the moment. But, yeah, it's it's just sad. And, yeah, Jason, you're right. Like, 44. Man, if anything, these past couple of months have taught us is that go get screened for whatever if you're not feeling good. Jesus. Yeah, I I lost a childhood friend uh, about a month ago uh, for liver disease. It was undiagnosed when they were born. He was 38 years old, passed away. And that's that's the reason I'm on the diet is because, you know, you never know what could happen. So why not start eating healthy now? Because I want to live a long life for my kids, you know. But, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, he goes to the doctor because he's in body aches. Finds out he's got stage four cancer. And then two weeks, three weeks later, he's gone, which it's just it's scary. So absolutely, yep. and um, let's... take care of yourselves. Yeah, it would be nice if you know. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna get but, uh, <laughs> Take care of yourself. Yes, and get tested. Rest in peace, to Screech. Throw on an old Saved by the Bell episode. I recommend the one with the uh, pasta uh, sauce that they make, where Screech's pasta sauce. It's funny episode. Check it out. Uh, it was Italian. Was he? <laughs> but, uh, Trying it back. Uh, let's let's keep this sad train going. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, you show the picture. I'm gonna pass it off to Mike. Uh, yeah, let's keep the sad train going. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> to kind of coincide with that, we lost another. I would say another icon of screen and stage to yeah. go along with Dustin Diamond. Uh, Christopher Flummer passed away. At, uh, I believe, 91 was how old yes. he was. Yep. And, um, yep, uh, we all probably, whether we knew it or not at the time, 
experienced a piece of media connected to Christopher Plummer. I remember the first thing I ever, yeah, the Browns won that game. It was a big deal. Um, but uh, I remember the uh, maybe not having the comments going during a tribute would be a good thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I remember the first thing I was ever exposed to Christopher Plummer wise was an American tale. I had no idea he voiced the French pigeon. I did not know that that either. That was the first thing I'd ever heard uh, Christopher Plummer related. And then later on, of course, like, you know, Sound of Music. And uh, he was very well known for, like, his uh, interpretation of Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, And just astonishing acting talent. Uh, I shared the video a couple of days ago of his original recording of Edelweiss from Sound of Music. Because he was dubbed over in the movie by another singer, but I actually like his rendition. Like it may not be like professional musician sounding, but it's a there's a tenderness there and a sincerity that works. And I love too that he just kept working. He was in everything. He was in Star Crash with Carolyn Monroe. So it's like Skyrim, this, yeah. And yeah. so yeah, he voiced Sky uh, some char- a character in Skyrim and. Mm-hmm was working up until the end so much so that he was getting other actors work when those actors turned out to be monsters. Uh, yeah. so. Too bad the monsters couldn't get this. What the instead fu- of him. <laughs> just passing off death. Not, not I mean, d- there's a difference between justice and bad juju, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he he was working right up to the end. Uh, had knives out come out and everything. I really I liked the knives yeah. out. Yeah, knives out was did. great. Um, yeah, I think now. I was gonna say I think one of the most underappreciated roles of Christopher Plummer's career is the one that he won the Oscar for because Beginners is a fantastic movie. How underappreciated if he won an Oscar? Nobody <laughs> talks about it anymore. Yeah, it's it's a good performance. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, a great performance, but not you know as sticks in the cultural zeitgeist as others. So mm-hmm. I think his most most underappreciated role was murder by decree. <laughs> Go watch that shit. It's great. <laughs> um, 91 years is a good run. I, I feel like that's a life. Well, you know, and like you said, he's working the whole time. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, like it's sad that he's dead, but like, I, I, you can't feel too bad about a dude who lived his full life. Like that's, you know, take passages friend, you know, like, and, and I hope, uh, you know, if there's whatever beyond, like, that's all pleasant for you. Like, I mean, 91 years. That dude was old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but even, even his, his death is like yeah. blindsided by, by, by Screech here. So, <laughs> <laughs> which, which makes me kind of sad. But, <laughs> and also quality of life. Like, Betty White's still bouncing around. She's 99. Wood, so. yeah. 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 It's like, I mean, she's still active. So, I think it's, I want to do it like seventy-five. You have well, mentioned this. I got <laughs> to it, Matt. Let's, let's let's get you to seventy-four and see how you're feeling. Let's May I just say, May I also throw in something as well? I mean, no. not only did we lose Screech, but not only did we lose uh, Christopher Plummer, but for pro wrestling fans, in between those two, we lost Hacksaw Butch Reed, who uh, <laughs> was a, a very very prominent. Uh, uh, pro wrestler throughout the 70s, 80s, and even even into the 90s. He was only 66, which is still young. Oh, wow. I got I got one thing to add to Christopher Plummer. It's a tradition on the Three Geeks podcast, and that is 
you, sir, get an Xbox Achievement Award. Yep. You yeah. did some good things in your life. Yeah. Until they go into his basement and find like the the, the freezer nope. full of dead cats. No, don't shut your mouth, man. <laughs> we, we, you moved that man. <laughs> <laughs> <It's really dumb. laughs> Damn it, Dan. Now Donnie Darko's going to set his mansion on fire. And... <laughs> <laughs> but what about the plane, Mike? <laughs> what about the plane? It's just the engine. It's not the whole plane. Yeah, but, you know. I... um. Uh, yes, uh, my pets are weird. I'm sorry, Three Geeks Podcast does not wish death upon anyone, <laughs> monster or otherwise. I'm just saying it would have been a better substitute. Uh, Fred I mean, Carroll the option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred Carroll says this is a lot of geek power. Mm -hmm. uh, Mick asks, "Who do you think will be oh, the next Jesus. to go?" Nobody. Like, Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no comment. Nope. No comment. I, I kind of answered that question earlier, Mick. Uh, Shut up! You know, rewind the B-roll. No! Uh, Hal Holbrook. Why? Yeah. Oh. No. And then the scene snobs does not endorse the sound of music in any way. Oh, you don't like the sound of music, yeah, he, huh? He hates hills. He hates music. <laughs> he, hates hills. he definitely hates singing hills. You can't, you can't hate hills of music if you're going to watch the sound of music because the hills are, liter are literally alive with the sound of music. Well, Mick doesn't Man. like life, so there you go. Yeah. So there's three somewhere strikes. out there, somewhere, somewhere out there, somewhere. Julie Andrews is getting her belt ready. She's like, "Where is this boy?" <laughs> <laughs> he hates nuns, Germans, hills, music, <laughs> children, life, families. Love. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I in his podcasting background you can see a little dartboard with a picture of a nun like in the center that he throws the dart at oh, like the man really hates this movie oh man hey uh, hates nuns. speaking of movies can we discuss the one that i know mike watched and i watched on hbo max uh, absolutely john as long as you're willing to give us a three out of three geek rating sure i'll give you one of those that's fine uh, I watched The Little Things, the Denzel Washington, uh, Rami Malik, and Jared Leto. Yeah, it's uh, it's okay. I'll, I'll just be very frank. I think you could have put any three actors in those roles, and the movie would still be the same because they brought nothing to the role. As a matter of fact, I think that Jay uh, uh, Leto was like way over the top, like chewing up scenery like you wouldn't believe. It was, it was. I mean, it was okay, but it just. The bar was set high, and it came in like right here. So, well, I've I've heard part of the reason that some the, that Warner Brothers decided to release their slate to HBO Max was because they don't have the super big confidence in their performances at the box office. And so far, I I guess we're seeing that with Wonder Woman in this. Yeah, I mean, this probably would have been released in January, anyways. <laughs> like, yeah. it feels yeah. like a January dumping movie. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. I really want to test that theory, though, John. Like, like any three actors. Herman and Michael Keaton. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I would go with uh, Bobcat, Gilbert, and I like the Pee Wee Herman. I'd go with those. Oh, three. So, so it's just the most annoying voices you can find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's the little things. <laughs> 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 in a CGI uh, gallery. Some break, Jason. There's got to be some. You can only have one of the most annoying voices in any movie at, at, at the same time. Like, you, otherwise, you're just gonna yeah go mad and and you know like 
rampage in the theater or something. I like there's, there's no the bodies <laughs> over there. <laughs> you gotta have at least like like one like like Oscar winner just to look confused during the whole thing. It's, <laughs> like, it's like, how much money am I making here? Can I leave? <laughs> I guess it's worth it. <laughs> Um, oh I give it one and a half geeks. Ooh, well, that's not bad. Yeah, me too. I give yeah. it one and a half. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I watched The Verdict last night. So I posted on Facebook for people to send in movie recommendations, and somebody recommended The Verdict with Paul Newman. So, yeah. first, I'd never seen a Paul Newman film until last the night. Hustler? I haven't seen it. And I thought it was fantastic. Paul Newman, I mean, obviously, this isn't a secret. The guy was a hell of an actor. And, um, just found out. <laughs> uh, Jack, Warden, Jack Warden, who I had seen in, uh, 12 Angry Men and the Problem Child series. Yes, he was even in Problem Child 3 as the grandfather Jack. I, I love that guy. I want to see more of that guy's movies, too. So I'm going to definitely be opening my heart up to more Paul Newman and Jack Warden. Paul Newman's makes- great, great actor, makes great, great sauce, too. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say great, great salad dressing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the verdict is a it's a three out of three out of me. I was I'm looking for courtroom dramas, guys. If you guys see any recommendations, shoot them to me. You can't get out of map. You just can't get out of map. No, especially ones with a guy with a white suit and. and <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes okay sure there's a connection but there's something about uh you can't handle the truth that it just captures me like a time to kill primal uh, fear primal fear is a good movie i like primal fear my cousin Vinny. like i love them all (laughs) capturing give jason a good good courtroom and you got a a watcher for life how about uh how about midnight in the garden of good and evil I've never seen it. Isn't that Kevin Spacey? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. Ooh, can't watch that one now. At some point, I, mean, I, I would have to argue that that you have to split the people from what they do. Yes, I Thank agree. You. I'm kidding. Thank you, Dan. Tim, I do not sleep on Liar, 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 Liar. Is a fantastic courtroom drama. Uh, yeah, that's a Jim Carrey movie, Tim. I'm not sure if you're very aware of Jason, but uh, so basically. <laughs> <laughs> so not not just courtroom time. dramas, but just like if it's got a courtroom in it. Oh, I, jury uh, duty. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> jury duty. That movie does not hold up, Justin. I've tried to revisit that recently. Dude, I saw that movie many- didn't hold up when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I I thought that movie was just fantastic. Jason, All right, Mick says Gilbert's best role was in Ford Farlane. Fairlane. Uh, that's Fairlane. that's um. Andrew Andrew Clint. Clint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. oh I've never seen it. Lauren Hardy knocked me for a, for, a, for a Kevin Spacey movie. Yeah. Uh, I work I work <laughs> with a dude who loved that Ford Fairlane movie and would quote it like multiple times a day, but nobody has seen that movie except for him. So then he like <laughs> explain Ford Fairlane to everyone like multiple times in a day. And uh, I don't think I'll ever watch it. Jack Warden's uh, best role was used cards. I will check huh. that out. I'm um, not a big to, Andrew Dice Clay fan, but uh, John, no, you were, uh, you know, Lauren Holly's in that movie too, which I did not realize. Ford Fairlane, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Also, Jason, good courtroom drama, The Trial of the Chicago Sun. Oh, I yeah. just watched that yesterday. Yeah, it's a good. I one. liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. If um, we had um, LA, go ahead, sorry. It's probably 
it might be one of the better Netflix movies. I didn't feel like mm-hmm. it ran too long. I felt like they got the editing on point. Mm-hmm. But uh, My Pets Are Weird says, by this logic, Big Daddy is a courtroom movie. No, I wouldn't count that as a courtroom movie. Uh, yeah, There's a courtroom in this movie. I'm counting it as a courtroom movie. Star Trek 4. <laughs> yes, the there is a courtroom man. in Star Trek 4. Yes. And whales. What yeah. about people just sternly judging other people? Oh. Can that be like a hypothetical courtroom? <laughs> this is like, like the, the Christmas two movie. old Muppets in, in, uh, in the Muppet Show. Yeah. Courtroom so basically, basically any Anna Kendrick movie. Because she's right. always judging in her movies. So. Yes. I love Anna oh, Kendrick. No. There, there are big Andrew Dice Clay fans. I just don't want to know them. No, no, they're they're physically large. They're just yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, time man, out. Shots fired. Dirty nursery I'm gonna step up. I'm gonna step up. As, come on, like Andrew Dice Clay was big when I was like in junior high. You know, I know I'm the oldest one here, but I mean, there was something Back about in Andrew the Dice 60s. Clay. You yeah. know, <laughs> there was something about him. <laughs> Uh, no. Mike. Hey, oh, I'm John, that guy. Yeah, John used to love turning on um, Andrew Dice Clay after a few episodes of Green Acres that he would watch new live on TV. After I finished Azima. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hey, don't don't undersell Zima. That stuff's good. Uh, what? For what? Yeah, I was like fiddling with the ears. <laughs> while he's while he's dialing up someone on his rotary Snoopy phone. Yeah. Yes. I had a Garfield phone. His decoder ring. Mm. Oh, yeah. team. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm throwing it up there. Spoiler alert. Let's talk WandaVision. Episode uh, I'm out. five. We haven't seen Scott yet, so I'm going to go to Scott first. Scott, give us your rundown on the episodes up to five so far. Um, I really enjoyed episode one through three. Um, I thought four kind of – they blew their load a little too soon. I thought they revealed a little bit too much of, like, the, the backstory and what was going on. So I wish so they had been like a little bit more in, in TV land before they were like, here's what's really happening. I know there's still like a lot of mystery and a lot of intrigue, um, but I thought that was a little soon to be like, here's exactly what's happening and here's S.W.O.R.D. and they're doing X, Y, Z. Um, but I still really like all the, uh, like the depiction of the snap, the people coming back and how it's a little more chaotic and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, this this current episode I, I enjoyed a lot because I like how it was a good mix of the two, of like the TV stuff and the real world. Mike, uh, we haven't really gotten your thoughts on One Division in this cast. What has your opinion been up to five? Um, I'm fine with it. It's okay. Uh, I I do enjoy that they're finally. I I like these actors working off of each other, even if it is like in more exaggerated comedic stuff. Like I do like their chemistry quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I like that Paul Bettany's able to play a little bit bigger than what he usually has to do in the movies. Uh, yeah, the reveal of what's taking place, I had a feeling that's what it was going to be. Uh, the reveal with this past episode, I I just feel like that's just cute casting from Disney. Like, they're just being like, we know that you think we're going to bring back this character, but we'll bring back this character and this version of this character, but... My guess is it's going to be revealed he's just some poor schlub that got written over. Like they say it in the in the episode, like they recast him. So I have a feeling that's all it's going to be is just kind of a, a sight gag and not really amount to much else. It's fine. Um, I'm still not paying for Disney Plus. So <laughs> no, no skin off my teeth. 
So, so um, I, I see, I, I think that you might be right. I think it might just be cute casting because you know he is the favorite, the people's favorite part of the latest X Men movies. But um, he, um, I, because everybody knows that the multiverse is coming. So as soon as you see him, you're like multiverse has started but i think that's a trick i think they're playing a trick on us i, I don't see like it could it could be it could be just cute casting but i feel like it's really dumb because <laughs> like since it, it it like kicks open the, the door for that the multiverse like i don't see why you wouldn't just roll with it uh, like it seems like that would just be a you you really want more of the singer verse dude you really want more of the no i don't but like <laughs> but it exists, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, if we're getting into a multiverse situation, that that guy exists in a universe where yada yada yada. So yeah, she pulled the next Quicksilver that was that from wherever. Like, I like it in that sense of where you know, like this is the story they're trying to tell. Um, but uh, you know, again, yeah, they could just be getting cute, and then it could just be that. Uh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're getting cute though, because right, the Spider Man. Movie has all like the well, previous. I mean, that's how they're going to lead into that stuff, unless, right? That's, that unless, makes sense the, to me. unless that's all a diversion, and they're going to be cute with casting there. Like, I mean, Could be. obviously they have no compunctions with bringing back actors because J. Jonah Jameson's the same dude. So, right. Uh, but it like the whole the multiverse is going to play a big role in Phase Four. I feel because I think they want to make Benedict Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange basically the new Tony Stark. They want to make him like the fulcrum that everything you know, kind of has to work off of. Like, he's supposed to be the new Spider-Man mentor. This is going to tie into his movie. WandaVision's tying into Multiverse of Madness. So maybe Wanda's being built up to be the next big villain, which, honestly, I kind of hope is the direction they go for because I I was reminded of uh, Stanley's quote. He's like, the illusion of change, where it's like you you tell stories that feel like things are changing or that big occurrences are happening, but then you have to reset everything. I kind of hope they don't. Like if they go full on, let's make Wanda a reality bending villain. Stick with it. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. But I, I like see. I like the idea of because you know they hinted at it in episode five. And spoiler alert is up that um that Wanda. It started as an uh, unconscious thing that all this happened. But now that she's becoming aware of it, you know, she's keeping everybody there. I like the fact that her emotions just plucked mm -hmm. another Quicksilver from wherever and just plopped him into her universe. I, I like that because she seemed genuinely surprised to see or, him at the door. Or there are theories that, like, maybe, you know, sh this is what she desired and someone offered her a means to make it happen. Mephisto. Mephisto. Um, I know there, there's a lot of theories saying that Catherine Hahn, the Agnes character is actually Agatha Harkness, uh, who plays into Scarlet Witch's stories quite a bit in the comics. I know, uh, or that maybe this Evan Peters role is actually, you know, someone disguising themselves or casting an illusion to kind of keep her placid and in that contained space or something. Uh, somebody in my Land of Misfit podcast chat group uh, mentioned that um, each he thinks that each um, commercial is alluding to um, an Infinity Stone. Well, the the commercial from this past episode, Lagos, that's basically like where Civil War started because she blew up that embassy in Wakanda or the Wakandan embassy in Lagos. Mm -hmm. And that's what kickstarted that whole series of events. I feel like a lot of these commercials are like, tie they tie in subconsciously to her journey 
yeah. that's why I'm I'm hoping this gets a little bit more psychological and it's not just straightforward like uh we're keeping her in this VR, you know, or whatever. We we made her turn her powers on herself type of thing. Then it's more like, no, she's manifesting all this grief and all this trauma she's had to deal with over the handful of years and it's coming out. I like that um she left the bubble briefly to, you know, interact with the people outside like you guys need to stop. I like the two. Yeah. I just wish she didn't have her accent. Damn like, it. I was Damn really it, hoping. <laughs> I was going to say the return of the accent, or I should say the return, and then and then the, the leaving of the and then the return again, and and then the accent drops off just a little bit, and then and then it comes back, like all within that one scene. <laughs> I think I think there's a reason we got the accent back, and I'm sure we'll find out. I'm happy to have accent back. I missed accent. Did you? <laughs> yes. I accent is its own character. I do want to say that I thought Elizabeth Olsen's acting in episode five was fantastic. I also really enjoyed the fact that it's kind of a, there's like some parody elements of Full House on the uh, episode, it was, be, being the eighties, and I just love how she kind of ties into that twins, being, the twins, the twins, twins. But that was it. It was family ties all the way, all the way down to the font that the episode opened up with. There, there were notes. Of Full House in there. <laughs> now, those twins are actually yeah. like characters in Young Avengers, right? Yeah, I mean, they created House of M as well, right? Oh, okay. So they're, they're, yeah. 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 But then, like, Mephisto like, snatches them back and then they come back later or something. Who I would be just in the comic books, uh, Professor X is one of the people that helped stop her, along with Magneto and a few others. But how cool would it be to see? Um, I'm going to mess this guy's up. I'm just going to say the Chicken Man from Breaking Bad show up as Professor X, like, I would love that. The Chicken Man from Breaking Bad. Is that Carlo Despacito? Oh, yeah, oh Gus. What are we talking? Yeah, he'd be great. I love him as an actor. He's great. Yeah, I've heard yeah. there's been uh, rumors. There's no, way, there's no way that he can be the bad guy in Mandalorian and the bad guy in WandaVision. That'd like, be the good guy. Yeah. Right. Wait, you say you want him to be Professor X? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. been rumors of that. I, I kind of did I, that, I believe honestly. it. I, 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 yeah, I guess it wouldn't be bad. He's getting too many Disney checks at that point. Like, so? is a man allowed to receive that much Disney money? And also, Listen, if the mouse, mouse is paying, the mouse is paying. Also, now wouldn't it have to be Professor Javier? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. That's actually really funny. <laughs> but um, this episode, I got to I got to adjust my review of last week. I want to say it was a 2.5 because this episode was just so much better than episode 4. So I give this one a 3 out of 3. Um I I still I'm going to hang around too. Uh, I'm enjoying the show. Um yeah, I if if Disney did the thing where they're like, okay, this is like, you know, if they hired David Lynch to film it, you know, like if, if if they like, it's like okay, you're gonna do a thing, and you know, because it's still like the Disney version of a, a thing, you know, like it's it's still a little glossy for my taste, but uh, but it's good. It's still good. I, I should say I'm enjoying it. Um, so yeah, it's still two two out of three geeks for me. Justin, just smoke. I, I think it's a two out of three. I mean, it was it was good. It's fun. Um, I love the switching right of the breaking of characters and then coming back into character and how they're playing with that. It's a lot of fun. Scott, I would give this one a two. I would say the the series as a whole than the two. So far. don't worry, Dan. I'm going to get to you in a second. Oh, I know, I know. It's okay. Uh, opinions with Dan, Mike. <laughs> what would you give it? Um, I'm, 
around two as well. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm still tuning in every week. I'm just not paying for Disney Plus. So, <laughs> everybody, I first sticking it to the mouse. Fan, I want to say thank you guys for the love. The likes and hearts have been amazing. Please keep sending in those likes <laughs> and hearts. Please keep commenting. Uh, Tim says that she never lost the accent. She was playing a role. You mean That's like uh, what's a good point? What's that? She's acting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they mentioned how in the reality when yeah. When Geraldine says Ultron, her accent goes away. Or her accent comes back. Like when she starts talking about Pietro and Ultron's name. Yeah, when she breaks character. Yeah, she goes from being like no accent to accent, which I thought was a good little touch. Sorry, didn't mean to talk about you. Dan, what did you watch instead of WandaVision? (laughs) I was going to (laughs) watch WandaVision. And then I thought, I'll I'll just watch something I like. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and since my... my, uh, Esteemed colleagues from from Animaniacs have always shot down Beetlejuice, the animated series. I thought I would watch that. And, you know, for being in 1989, it's done really well. It's It was backed by both uh, David Geffen and uh, Tim Burton. You know, back when Tim Burton was good. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I like that it... it keeps its, its weirdness and stuff like this is back when we weren't afraid to uh traumatize small children with with uh, <laughs> with uh cartoons and uh i wasn't allowed to watch this show as a child see it's <laughs> but but it's fun <laughs> how dare the maniacs not let you watch uh beetlejuice for an episode think of all the crap they've made you watch dan no <laughs> i'm saying i wasn't allowed to watch this show as a kid we've never Forbade Dan from watching this show. You have. I've brought it up several times. I'm like, guys, but hey, let's do Beetlejuice, bro. and you're like, no. Ah, oh. Well, that's it's different. They just don't want to talk about option. it. It's always a better option. It's like Beetlejuice or this thing. Oh, oh, oh! All those shitty Batman movies. Come on now. We can watch Batman turn into a giant Batman made of monkeys. That's fine. Can't fucking watch Beetlejuice though. Bruce Wayne, yeah. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. I just think Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. After all the <laughs> but no, uh, question um, about the show, Dan. Who is yes. your favorite neighbor? Uh, I like the French guy. <laughs> this, it's the French bony skeleton. French. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he makes me happy. The the uh, the spider, I, I just find annoying. <laughs> I do like the cowboy hairy dude and his dog. Yeah. Yes, yes. He, he he just yells at the dog all the time, and then or freaks out the dog. He's like, "I didn't do it." But yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna say Beetlejuice actually holds up pretty damn well. I uh, I enjoyed it too. Beetlejuice, yeah. I watched it. I'm gonna give it a two point five. Nice. Right. Dang, higher than WandaVision today. All right. Where are you watching it? Everything is higher than WandaVision for Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, technically, I think this is. Oh, this is two point five. <laughs> geeks higher than WandaVision because oh, I, 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 I gave the first three episodes to zero. <laughs> now the last no, two, gave, he gave, gave a point five. So it's oh, oh, did I? Oh, shit. Okay, okay, it's two. You gave what, the, uh, <laughs> what you gave platform did you watch? DVD. Oh, okay. Do yeah, you uh, own this TV show and you haven't watched it yet? 
Dude, I own a ton of TV shows I haven't watched. Okay, yet. <laughs> I'm just asking. Sorry, that's all good. On sale, Justin. That's, I'm, not, I'm not judging. I'm just asking for clarification. It's all good. It's like a Steam <laughs> library. You know how many games I have that I'll probably yeah, play. yeah. Holy shit, man! <laughs> it's kind of like my comic book collection. I have more oh. than read than I know what to do with. I, I I keep buying them like like every month, and then like half yeah. of them just kind of go on the shelf. Yep. That's my that's my Criterion issue right now. Yeah, yeah. I bought two Criterions in the past like two months, and I'm like, still need to get around to watching them. One of them is five hours long. Which, Which one? one? Uh, it's the uh, what is it called? Uh, Until the End of the World with William Hurt and Sam oh, Neill. Oh wow! Ooh. It's 287 minutes long, so I'm like, I need yeah. to set aside an afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a that's an adventure. Wow. But I saw I saw the movie that the director did previously called Wings of Desire, which was remade okay. to be. The shitty uh, City of Angels starring Nicolas Cage. Oh. So. <laughs> Wings of Desire is the better version. So I recommend <laughs> that one. At least it wasn't left behind. <laughs> Speaking of Nicolas Cage, have you guys watched that uh, History of Curse Words on that? Yes. Yeah. I'm on it. That's a lot of fun, I thought. Yeah, yeah I'll I, check it out. I like to watch Nicolas Cage just 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 yell fuck over and over. <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 So there's one more thing on the docket that I put in the description before we get to the Petersons and take a break, and that is uh -huh. Super Bowl Sunday, guys. What's everybody oh. got planned today? Chicken wings. My plan is to not watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, also mine. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna pack. I'm gonna throw it on in the background just so occasionally a commercial might catch my eye, but I have no interest. I'm uh, I'm replaying Mass Effect today. I'm rooting for go. the Indians tonight. Go did Cleveland. The, did you get the new? HD aspect thing, or it's not out yet. I'm just, I'm just replaying yeah. the old version. Nice, bear, Rambler. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to watch Super Bowl. Actually, we got an episode of Sports Nerds coming live before the Super Bowl. Uh, so check us out there. But um, me and Carp are going to get together and talk a little bit, a uh, little bit of Super Bowl stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna watch the game. You should live stream through it. Just yeah. the whole thing. Did you see him miss uh, that catch? You, saw him you don't have to actually play. You don't have to play. You can just talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about it or whatever. Like, like. Oh really? Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever noticed, Justin? Like some radio stations and, and uh, TV stations call it the big game because they won't they they won't pay the royalties to actually say Super Bowl. Holy wow. shit. No, I, I did not realize that. All right. Yeah. Well, then don't do that. It's a terrible suggestion I just made. Right. And see, I just used Super Bowl, so now the NFL. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I said it too. But uh, We'll just bleep yeah, it out. Like, It'll be fine. If you, if you listen to, like, right before the game starts, they're like, you can't you can't record or, or, or show any clips from the game. You can't talk about the game. You can't do anything or else you'll get sued. Like, like it's, it's a, wow. they, they copyright the shit out of it. From the like before the thing starts, like it's hilarious. I'm referring it as the Tampa, Florida super spreader uh, event. <laughs> That's what yes. I'm referring to it as. It should be a good super spreading. Yes, it should. Lots of spread. <laughs> Lots of spread. Are they going to make the spread? <laughs> Are they going to run the spread option? That's the question. Do you have enough spread for the party? Oh, damn. I just go for the food. Food. Yeah, beer. Was, was that, was, ready for that was really not that funny, but it was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I will be taking in uh, uh, food for the Super Bowl, though. 100%. So you're not going to watch the game, but you're like, you know what I should do? I should eat tonight. I should have a lot of food. It's just, the, I tried. <laughs> Jason's going to open up that purse and take that salad out. He's <laughs> you know? you know? like, lucky what? I snatched these breadsticks. Hey, honey, where'd tonight? you put the dip? I've tried watching the Super Bowl. I've always used commercials as my excuse to watch the Super Bowl, but the commercials haven't been great. And the ones that are okay, oh. I can just watch the next day. Yeah, and, yeah. and they ruin them. You can watch like most of them the day before. Like they yeah. ruin them. Uh, yeah, they got the Wayne's World commercial out. That I want to see that one, but I haven't been able to find that one yet. It's okay. Oh, it's it on right now. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I'm awesome. saying. Jason, yeah. we should open up our own like GoFundMe so we can have enough money to do a Matt Talk commercial during the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but you have to play your original commercial with all yeah. the like, just just the original. Today we are premiering the Justin Cut of the Matt Talk commercial. I thought it was funny, and that's all I care about. That is right, folks. Forget the Snyder cut. We've got the Justin Cut. And let me tell you guys, to when it comes to video editing, Justin is turning into a freaking This is uh, not true. Mozart. Guru. Mozart. What? Yeah, he is so Guru. good. At video editing, he Dan's good at cleaning up the sound for the audio, and Justin just—he's oh. an Einstein of editing. Yeah, we got two. Man, he'd be really disappointed when he plays this clip. He'd be real just talking it up here. Well, I mean, it, it's it's like a Star Wars situation. Like you got to really just make the best of what you're given. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will give a spoiler. Justin somehow manages to incorporate cheers into our Matt Talk commercial. So. I sure did. I sure did. And it's done really well. So, oh, I, I stepped a lot. No, no, no. Like <laughs> you'll see. It's. I thought it was funny. It is funny. I am. I'm starting a podcast with uh, Mick from Scene Snobs. We are going to. I'm going to try to enlist some of you guys as uh, guests. But we are going to start watching movies sequels that people forgot about. So I recently downloaded Cannonball Run three, which I'm surprised that nobody like talks about this movie mainly because the stars are Eugene Levy and John Candy. And uh, the part of the movie that they're in is funny. I'm going to say that. But they're in it for 20 of the uh, hour and 10 minutes I've seen yeah, so yeah. far. That's probably why people don't talk that's about the a lot. That's the problem. the part of the movie that they're <laughs> but, in. But, you know, Jackie Chan was funny in one of them. But he's only in it for five minutes. <laughs> two? I think he's in two, right? You should give Dan his own corner of that podcast, like 10 minutes of, like, here's the things you'll never watch, but I've watched and you'll love. And <laughs> like, like, yeah. I love that Dan has become our Andy Rooney. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, House 3 and 4 will be touched upon during oh. the series, which I didn't know those existed. Um, uh, Parent Trap 3 and 4, again, I didn't know what? that that was a thing. I didn't even know they made a second one. Right. I'm like, relatively sure House Three and Four are are just renamed movies. How do you parent trap? Like, like they should just get divorced, right? Like, <laughs> yes. those parents are not very smart. They keep getting caught yeah. by children. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll be back right after this quick commercial break. Talk commercial. Take five. Hey, Jason. Have you ever been accused of a crime? I have not yet, John. But if I ever was, there's only one man I would call, and that man is Benjamin Matlock. You would be right to do that because he's a guy that can certainly clear your name of any accusations that come your way. It doesn't matter, man, if you're accused of, say, I don't know, murdering your ex-husband live on your TV cooking show 
or using a pair of scissors to stab your business manager to death. Or maybe, maybe you sneak into your landlord's office and off him overnight during the Christmas season, Matlock can get you taken care of. And you know what? He's also a dude that is the subject of a pretty cool podcast called Matt Talk, right, Jason? Yeah, he is. And uh, I'm so glad John just aired out all my dirty laundry. But um, <laughs> it's great to know that when I stab my landlord or I you know, commit any crimes, I can call the one man. And that That's one man is Benjamin Matlock. That's right. And you can check out our podcast called Matt Talk every second and fourth Monday of the month. It's available on all of the podcasting platforms, including Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash Matt Talk. And it's available through the Facebook page. Of course, that is at Matt Talk Podcast. And uh, you could check out every single episode when they drop. And real soon, real soon, it'll be available every Saturday at noon through the Scene Snobs channel. Just look for it. Scene snob, the scene snobs, excuse me, on Facebook or the scene snobs.com. Jason, tell them about the email and the Twitter account, please. You guys can email us anytime at b n m a t t a l k at gmail.com. That is Ben Matt Talk at gmail.com. One more time, Ben Matt Talk at gmail.com. Email me, let us know what you think of this commercial, let us know what you think of the episodes. We have some great interviews with Lori Lathine and um. Linda Pearl and Scott Valentine and a ton of other great episodes. And by the way, check us out on Twitter. We just got on Twitter at Matt Talk underscore podcast. And so, ladies and gentlemen, check out an episode. And as they say in court, nothing further. Hi, I'm Casper. And I'm Becky Gremlin. And we're the host of Don't Fuck With The Original. We are a spoopy horror podcast that pretty much covers everything under the genre. We cover haunted locations, we cover true crime, cryptids, movies, anything you can literally think of. We are all over it. Everything spoopy. On Wednesdays, and why? Wednesdays are for podcast. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, it's John Orlando from the PBD Cast. Are you wondering where you can find my podcast? Well, it's real simple. Just go over to pbdcast.com, the online home of yours truly, or it's available through all of those major podcasting platforms. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio app, and don't forget that every single Monday night at 8 o'clock, I do a live broadcast of the week's episode of the PVD cast through the Facebook page. Just go over to Facebook.com and search for at PVD cast and join me every Monday night at 8 p.m. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on out of here. So I'll chat at each and every one of you later. What's going on, everybody? It's the Scene Snob, McManhattan, and I'm here to tell you guys about thescenesnobs.com. We're a channel of variety, comedy, entertainment, geek-related, sports, the whole nine yards. We cover almost every genre, and we have so many great shows to choose from. We have shows like the Scene Snobs Podcast, BTB Podcast, The Guapo Show, The Sports Snobs Podcast, The PVD Cast, Jeff Dwoskin Presents Crossing the Streams, the Three Geeks Podcast, The Fandom Effect, 
We probably have the only Matlock-based podcast called Matt Talk, and we're introducing new shows all the time. We have new shows coming up like the Ear Hustling Podcast, Carpool Shenanigans, and of course, from some nobodies, Twitching Upstream and Talking Upstream. So come on, check out thescenesnobs.com, enjoy it, and please leave feedback. Like, follow, subscribe us, and just let us know what you think. We love to have all the interaction. So I, again, am the Scene Snob McManhattan. Check out thescenesnobs.com. You can follow us anywhere on social media at the Scene Snob, And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Three, two... One. I'm Gunnar Quaylen. I'm Jenna St. Clair. From churchofsecrets.org. You're listening to Jarm, Dan, Scott, Max, and Jason. On the Three Geeks Podcast. We're back! John's not here. He must have went to the restroom. Dan is gone and Scott I'm here. I'm here. But we are joined. I'm so happy to have these guys back on our program because they were one of my favorite guests from last year. We got GQ and Jenna. How are you guys doing today? Oh, no sound. Uh-oh. Uh, muted, I think, somewhere. Uh-huh. Well, uh, they're great. How about now? Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We, we were going to have to sign language the whole yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're very happy to see awesome acting skills, but uh, they're the one talking oh, yeah. in sign language. <laughs> oh, man. And we don't know sign language. So and you even do it. I know some gestures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like a I think it was a yes. Florida governor who had some lady doing sign language who didn't know sign language. Yeah. <laughs> That could get ugly quick. I just started dancing around. Yeah, she's she's good at interpretive <laughs> dancing. Yeah. <laughs> she probably do a football game, man. <laughs> what have you guys been up to over the last six months or so? Gosh, it seems so recently. Like we just I heard the you know the countdown and said, Oh my gosh, we're just here. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're just, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Well, we are um, mostly narrating romance. Uh, since we last talked to you, we were doing a whole bunch of scary stuff for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but since then, lots and lots of uh, romance narrating. Well, you know, we do sexy. I mean, just look at me. <laughs> we do sexy erotica. Yes. So that's oh, what yes. we Very as, spicy. as spicy as Audible will allow. Audible's part of Amazon. So we yeah. do uh, the books that are real erotic. Yeah. We've had to look up a few words. Well, that's fun too. See if there's a couple clubs in the region. I get it. Uh huh. <laughs> stuff to try. Yeah. A lot You're of BDSM. Creative. I found out there's um, Sonic Eastim. Remember that? I don't know what you're talking about. It was in a Jane Henry Sonic Eastim. So it's like oh, a, yeah. there's Sonic toothbrushes that vibrate the hell out of Sonic for uh yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That was very intriguing. I was like, wow, I wonder if you have to have a lithium battery or if it's got a plug in. I don't know, man. Hard, hard. The uh the hoverboards, because that would be a bad situation. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) They get yeah, they, they write really interesting um situations. And then, you know, you narrate them. So we practice. And then once in a while, we, yeah, 
we go, let's go back to the room and practice. Yeah, let's go see how that works. It's the it's the <laughs> love, you know. We got the we got our we've got a hard on for all you guys. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Nice. So you guys are uh, method audio, audio Super readers. Method, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a lot of stuff goes on in this studio. Yeah. Right. So it is fun, man. It's a lot of fun to to narrate that stuff. I mean, we've been married thirty something. Uh, God, time up flies. On Thirty-two, I think. Thirty-two in May. So most oh. stuff doesn't embarrass us, but it is kind of funny to learn something new. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Have, have you ever had like a, a project that you're like, this is way above, this is like crossing the line that we're not, oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was gay last month. I did a gay man, men, men in love. It was just cute. They met in the laundromat. It was really cute. And, and I was both parts. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually quite a, a popular genre, uh, even for women to listen to. No, it's for women. This right. one's for women. So there's lots of drama, and uh, you know the, uh, the the guy puts his red sweater in the other guy's dryer at the laundromat, and it turns all of his underpants pink. The other guy. And they have a fight about it, and then they fall in love and happy ending. Sounds like yeah. a home. Did you feel like a lot of self love? <laughs> it was. So like you know that was I was like, well, how gay can I really get? You know, and. Uh, because, I mean, I'm attracted to men, but they don't turn me on as much as girls, you know. Maybe Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. We both do Dwayne. Yeah, we fight over Dwayne. <laughs> He's my he doesn't guy. He turn on, let's be honest. You can agree with both of you for Dwayne Johnson, right? I mean, like, whoever gets him, that's fine, right? I, mean, I, 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 think there, I think there's enough Dwayne Johnson for everybody. Like, the that's dude's huge. Oh, so. That's a good yeah. point. If you hook up with Dwayne Johnson, at least send me a selfie, you know? <laughs> it happened. Uh, yeah, he's got a restraining order on us, I'm sure. Just be all that stalking. Every time he looks out, he's eating dinner out the window. They're here again. Yes, people will be in touch. Dinner without them hanging out. Um, we've done one where the girl called the dude daddy. That was a little weird for me. Yeah, that was weird for him. It, it didn't really bug me. Oh, but yeah. yeah, he made her call him daddy. Yeah, he's a dominant guy, and he'd say, you know, he well, yeah, he just made her call him daddy. Hey, it's one yeah. of our best selling books. Yeah, that's, that's, really that's, a, that's a kink. Yeah, it's like you yeah. gotta yeah. say it a specific yeah. way, you gotta be like daddy. Yeah, daddy. yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, yeah, it's daddy. not it's not <laughs> incest, but yeah, who's your daddy? <laughs> it's not incest. It's just a, a yeah kink, like Jason said. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was that sells real well. So I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm your daddy. If that'll make me money, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> money talks. Shit. Now it's a series of twenty books. Like, yeah, yeah. That was it. Was a it was a um, yeah. It was billionaire daddies. It was a billionaire daddy. <laughs> oh, and we did one where. Um, uh, Aldrich, where, um, mm -hmm. where, um, well, this is a cute story. So, uh, I, I, it's sci fi. So, I grow up on this uh, planet that nobody touches. It's very sterile. Nobody touches. And I am beamed to his planet where he's the king, um, barbarian, barbarian of the planet. Of the planet. Yeah, and there's tiki torches and drums and a mating ritual going on. She's trying to find the portal to sneak back. To get away. Yeah. So ten minutes in, my first line is "Come to me." 
Is this uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 5? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And the whole time, his, uh, he's so he's a barbarian, so all he knows how to do is spank me. Oh, God, yeah. Because uh, any little infraction, the whole oh, thing yeah. is just just pummels my butt the whole, the whole oh, yeah. <laughs> people said god you gotta give her a break <laughs> i was like really? well honestly for a barbarian that's that's pretty tame i'd say a yeah, spanking. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah very effective well, yeah that's another part of romance where it, they call it well it's consent you know if it isn't <laughs> no means no <laughs> but in a romance novel there's a thing called dubious consent dubious consent is kind of where the guy grabs her takes her under force and then she starts going oh, I, I kind of like <laughs> and that's called dubious consent and that was that because I throw her on my horse I take her to my castle and proceed to do stuff to her they didn't do on her planet which is really clever because she was an adult woman but she was a total virgin nothing had ever happened right, to her right and a barbarian he'll do it all so and then, then we fall in love in the end. Yeah, in the end, yeah. And happily ever after in the castle. That's true. They isn't, all end up. Isn't there like a genre that deals with like, since you're talking about sci-fi, but isn't there a genre of erotica where there's like Bigfoot and like woolly mammoths that, and oh, weird stuff like that? Yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, Dinosaurs, dinosaurs thank you. That was the one I was most freaked out. We haven't done one of those yet. <laughs> we have that one. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. There's a writer named uh, Chuck Tingle. Like that. That's yeah. his uh, his writer. Sure name. there is. Whatever. But, but no, I mean, he he does this this particular set of erotica. Like it's about dinosaurs, Bigfoot, uh, existential themes. Like you can have sex with your own ennui or something. Like it, <laughs> it, it gets. It, there's like deep dive stuff. Yeah, I bet there is. <laughs> Mike, I'm sure there's a guy named Chuck Tingle. I'm just saying that his name, sure. You know, like my friend Pat McCrotch, you know. I'm not sure he exists either. If, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're born, if you were born Chuck Tingle, would you change your name? No. 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 I wouldn't. No, but you got beat up in middle school a lot. I'm still not. Or do you just try to live up to that? You oh, know? my God. Yeah. Just wait till you get to college. That's not bad. <laughs> so we what are some of the uh, worst uh, plot devices in some of these books you guys have read? Oh. <laughs> got to be careful picking on anyone. The, the, um, the worst thing is when a book is really uh, someone's new, they got to take the time to, to really be a perfectionist. Um, I don't not be edited. too harsh on people. Some of them are good friends of ours, and some of them are New York Times best-selling authors. You know who you are. And they just, it's like you get two chapter fives, or they forget to close quotes. And when you're reading a character, that's in quotes. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So when you're doing, oh, Karen, hi. Hi, Karen. So uh, happy Sunday. So you got you to gotta have a open quote, and I might be being... Uh, my good friend Pat McCrotch, you know, he uh, he stuck his wiener in the pickle slicer. Want to know what happened? They fired her too. <laughs> he bled. You know, actually, um, another narrator told us this story. So, uh, so he narrated a book, and it wasn't until the last. He's Spider Man page... right now. He's Spider Man in a cartoon series. This yes. is a big narrator. Okay. Yes, it wasn't until the last page that he said. <laughs> He said in his 
um, deep Irish deep brogue Irish or brogue. whatever, or maybe oh, anyway, the accent was dropped on him like a bomb on the last sentence. He had to go back and do the book and put oh, all of that oh, his oh, lines man. back in a deep Irish, you know. So that's an example oh, of, um, you know, that, that's a major fail. <laughs> it's like, you know, some of the authors play tricks on us, man. Uh, one lady, she wrote, what can I put in? Huh? Do you get to charge double when they do that to you? Like, <laughs> God, that'd be yeah, cool. really. Yes. yes, really. That would be fun. You guys see all this? My Jenna hates this. I'm, see, can I'm you not see? In the fur. She doesn't like my whiskers. <laughs> this is gonna stay here till the Bucks win a Super Bowl. So either tonight, or I'm gonna look like ZZ Top. <laughs> is there a bearded oh, character? Can you just tell you're getting into character? Yeah. I'm a little more. I'm hoping you look like ZZ Top. I don't want to yeah. see Tom Brady win. I, 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 oh, I, I win. He's gonna win. How? 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 We've already seen this. Uh, let's let's start the journey of Patrick Mahomes. Like, I mean, yeah. Tom Brady is already the greatest of all time. Like, can we can we get somebody? No, else? that's true. That's true. That's, that's true. a valid point. Well, we're yeah. in Utah, you know, and Andrew Andy Reid's a Mormon, so everyone here's got faith, you know. Mm. But we're the rebels. Oh, is he a Mormon? Andy Reid's the coach of the Chiefs. I didn't know that. I think he was a helper, wasn't he, back at the pack when Favre. Was a big. She doesn't know anybody but linebackers. That's all she knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a cute story. So you know, um, we were watching football a couple years back, and uh, and um, I was like, you know, how big are these guys? You know, in real life, and because uh, uh, Gunner here is uh, six four, and and he's like, well, you know, linebacker because I love linebackers. Well, you know, they're six four, and how much do they weigh? Oh, you know, I don't know, two twenty two fifty. Yeah. And I'm like, how much do you weigh? And it was the same. I'm like, I've got my own linebacker. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not quite as tough as those guys, but I'm <laughs> roughly their dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I got my own football player. Yeah, man. Clay Matthews walks on the field and she'll be just dab, 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 dab. And then he comes out on the screen and she's like, <laughs> well, he is a Viking god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Clay was rocking it. Well, and JJ Watt, anybody. You know, if I ever come and hear a lot of noise and there's a tie on the bedroom door, it'll be her and a hot tub full of linebackers. You're welcome to join you, in. You, yeah. <laughs> like a couple cheerleaders. You slut. That's a fun part of narrating, too, because you get to say rotten stuff. You get to play a bad guy and say horrendous, shut up, you fucking bitch, you know? Yeah. Then you go, oh, yeah, I wasn't thinking that at all. <laughs> that was my part. That was my character. You know? Love you, honey. Yeah, yeah. Love you. <laughs> it's all, it's all role play. It's all, it's all yeah. good fun. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they have drama, man. They got a, There's usually a bad guy. Sometimes he's done stolen a kid like they're the ex steals their their kid and, shut up you stupid bitch yeah. or you stupid bitch shut up and i'm over here why do i keep rehearsing that i want to be good <laughs> good for the part yeah hi honey yeah you do it was that was hard at first playing someone really ugh, really bad and then later you guys are into uh, cobra kai aren't you oh yeah some of you john uh what's his real name Marty Cove, Martin Cove plays John Kreese. He said, I love being John Kreese. Oh, does he? Oh, he loves he's, it. He's the good, does a good job. Of, hate his freaking yeah. guts. He's like, it makes me laugh. I get out in public and people are staring at me. And, you know, but it's fun to be the bad guy. That's a fun part to get. 
Like, if you guys so, have to narrate something, like, like you're saying, like, truly despicable, like, do you, you know, do you need a minute, like, apart from each other? Like, if you just sat there and, like, you know, listen to him talk about how he killed, like, 33 children and liked it, you know, like, do you maybe, like, he's like, you know what? I don't even want to look at you right now. I You know, along those lines, we did narrate a true crime book that oh, yeah. uh, we so we uh discussed these true crime stories and uh, um it was written very well uh because it delved into you know the different things that made these crazies what they what they are oh and the victims too she went way yeah. into the what happened to victims yeah who they were and, what and that was um that was troubling to that was the, that was the most disturbing narration we did was true crime yeah but the author was good in that she said let's let's look uh for one thing you know so if you if you're if you see somebody and it doesn't quite look right you know say something oh, for yeah. instance this one family um that had all these kids in, in california and they were um, oh, everyone said, yeah, I knew they were weird for years. And it's like, but no one ever said anything. Yeah, they had like 12 kids <laughs> yeah, all, it was, yeah. uh, in California. They just, a couple of years back, they just, um, you know, they broke free. But anyway. <laughs> we're harsh in their buzz, man. Yeah, that, sorry. That's what sorry. happened to us, too. It's like, I got to get back into dom yeah. oh, no, domination. Yes. No, yeah. no, it's, it's all good. Um, I'm curious, th does it help a little bit? if it is like more procedural or if it is like something based more in like nonfiction to be able to just kind of think of it more as factual than putting on a performance or anything like that. Yes. It's easier to narrate. It's easier to do the news, you know, and in today's news, Kamala is biding her time. <laughs> you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to pretty, you know, in other news, a hurricane tore apart the three geeks podcast. Jason is said to be recovering well. Mike is in trouble. You don't have to <laughs> that, into... that, that checks. <laughs> <laughs> Mike never may never speak again to any of us, <laughs> just to us. Um, when you're just doing the news, you know, uh, that true crime book was April 24th, and this guy was driving his bus. Was that Ariel was tough to read, and he abducted these women, kept them in his basement. It was just news. We didn't have to. You didn't have to be Irish or Scottish or, you know, she does a fabulous East Coast. Do your Sarah. Oh, stop it. Well, it was, our it first was the first disaster in Alaska. <laughs> I can't remember what else. Chomp, chomp. The moose was just chomping <laughs> on the pumpkin all day long. Yeah, we had carved a pumpkin for the neighbors to admire. Heard a noise, went outside. Huge moose. Chomp, chomp, chomp. I was like, oh, my God, you should do Sarah all the time. Just kills me, that East Coast. Sounds like Rhoda Morgenstern to me. So I have, a question. I have oh, yeah. a question about that, but Karen is asking how about when your character is killed off? <laughs> that is a, a cute little joke. Karen wrote a uh, her first book about Grace and Grant. Karen, and, you uh, evil bitch. GQ was brings we'll this up. I was great. <laughs> and, uh, and through the course of the book, I die. I yeah. die. I'm, I, I just had my birthday. I die. It was awful. Oh, my God. And that's when I killed her, Your Honor. <laughs> she made us read it live. And I broke up, man. I was like, I'm just an armor-coated marshmallow. So I'm reading about her death. And I'm like, I need a little break. And Karen's like, no, keep going. I'm like, Karen, 
<laughs> I need a break. She's like, keep going. As I'm reading this thing, and pretty soon I'm at the funeral, and I'm just like, a narrator is down. We have a narrator <laughs> down. I can't narrate funeral. I was just too broken up by the story. And of course, she's over here. I wrote that shit. You know, <laughs> I made Gunner Quaylen sad. So that's why she's bringing it up. Yeah. Because she's proud of herself. Yeah. <laughs> I got a she question. When yes. you guys are doing the audio books, do you ever like hear an accent from one another from each other and be like, hold on to that for tonight? Because that <laughs> accent needs to play out again. That's fantastic. Oh, that's a good idea. You want to have Sierra over for dinner tonight? <laughs> Sierra sounding excited. <laughs> That'd be fun. Do that. God, yes. Oh, my. Dear Lydia. She does a great high British because there's low British like Liverpool. You know, that's Monty Python. Right. Well, the paved roads of a, you know, what the Romans ever done for us. And then high British is the queen. You know? Ooh, yes. She You're does a, a naughty pated old fool. There she goes. Felt like I was in Harry Potter. Do more. <laughs> is, <laughs> is there any accent you guys don't have down yet? Mm -hmm. Is there yeah. something you just like, refuse to do? You're like, nah, we can't. <laughs> he Gunner does an excellent uh, Hispanic. Oh, thanks. You do, yes. Well, yes. you get you, you know you you don't tell people this. You get guys you like in your brain, and you think Antonio Banderas, man, he's kind of smooth. Yes. Or you got your Chichmer and yay. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. This is Dave. You're just having fun with the different or my favorite Mexican, Speedy Gonzalez, and his cousin. <laughs> I love the cousin named Speedy. And you're practicing this shit. I do a pretty good John Wayne. You guys forget all these pissants. I'm going on the Three Geeks show. Spock, you on Three Geeks. So you're having a lot of fun doing practice. Like, Zoinks, we better get out of here, Scoob. And that gives you, oh, it's it's audible interest for the listener. Because they're waiting for different characters. When she gets a lot of characters to do, I'm in heaven. Because I'm like listening to this short course and how to switch from high British to East Coast, to kind of a strong cop from Reno. And um, I don't know, I get, you get proud of, of your spouse. So working together is really cool because you're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. on their side and yeah. and yeah. we sit and correct each other. Yeah. Right during the- You didn't do that right. <laughs> story time at your guys' house must have been awesome. If I were your kid, I would be like, read me a story, please, all the time. I'd be asking you to read stories. <laughs> It was different. We would do uh, Dr. Seuss, Redfish, Bluefish, but that would have to be Russian. Redfish, Bluefish, I kill you. <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you will get fish. I will kill family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be sorry, but the redfish is busy. Yeah. We all of our kids are very funny. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The kids are they're stand up comedy and all that. They do all that shit. We have three. So we drove them crazy and they took it out into the world. <laughs> Thank you. Thank they, you for that. <laughs> are they big fans of the audiobooks? No. 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 It's so weird. Like, no. <laughs> listen to your mom about the BDSM again. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They don't even go by the core of the, because, you know, orgasm scenes are loud. Why not? You have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't you guys uh, didn't you guys share with Jason and I a story about 
didn't one of your uh, children uh, bring like a bunch of friends home while you guys were recording? They were like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. go home, go home. <laughs> yeah. They bailed pretty quick. Yeah. Well, and seriously, you know, when you're doing, I mean, in a romance novel, 90% of it is, that's why we, we like Samantha Cole. We're doing books with Samantha Cole and Cherie Sinclair. They have a lot of um, excitement in them. So there's a whole lot to read besides the sex. So it's only five to 10%. If, well, if that, maybe. I don't know. It depends 15. on the book, really. Yeah, well, you're My doing joke is an, an orgasm an hour. Yeah. For some, some authors. Some authors fit a lot in there, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot of action. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and you got to have a thick skin. Anyone listening is thinking, oh, that sounds fun to be a narrator. It is fun. It <laughs> is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. And that, but you know, you got to have a thick skin. I mean, you got to, people say shit like, you know, your orgasms sound stupid. And I was like, that was a real orgasm. My they do sound stupid. Yeah, freaking at work here. Oh my God. Yeah, that's funny shit. But you're, you know, yesterday, best blooper we ever had. She's reading about a person named Audrey packing the groceries. And the way she read it was she said, and Audrey continued checking out the groceries. And I said, sounds like she's checking out the groceries. <laughs> I mean, she's just supposed to be checking out. She's like, well, they were sexy groceries. And I'm like, oh, my God, lady, I'm not that kind of cucumber. And then she's like, put me in a salad, put me in a salad, put me in a salad. I'm like, yeah, the cucumber's alone with candles. It's freaking out. And she's like, it's been a long winter, you know. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, it's my organic. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no pesticides here. <laughs> That's important well, nowadays. Organic. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Whole Foods, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you don't oh, want no. any chemicals in there. Holy crap. Some kind of pesticide or who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, 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 you're talking vegetables, people. That's, that's just a, a, a safe tip every time. My pet's a weird <laughs> says, OMG, you two are adorable. Smiley face. <laughs> We're Thank talking you. to Jason and Mike, I think. <laughs> 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 oh my god we're crazy lady that's what we are or my pets are adorable it could be a dude um we are we are crazy for sure we've uh let's see 34 years together and always worked together always been together and then one day i decided i'd like to i wanted to do voice work so i did an audition for a romance and it never occurred to me to, to read the girl parts but a lot of narrators do the guy who does Harry Potter, uh, Jim Dale. Jim Dale. Jim Dale does Harry Potter, does all the characters. But I just said, I got a girl. You want to be the girl? Don't be the girl. When we did our first, and that's called, <laughs> I know, you got experience being the girl. <laughs> yeah. That's called duet. When you have a, a woman right in the studio or a guy, I mean, each part is every girl part is read by the woman, every guy part by the guy. And it turns out that's kind of cool. That's called duet, and it's in demand. Yes. But we, you know, it's easy for us because we're right here. We're right here. Yeah. yeah when, when, I don't... Listen, when I listened to the audiobook for Gone Girl, I like that they did that. Like the female was reading the female part and so forth. Right, so yeah. if you come up on a book with, with transgender, do you switch roles? Then? Like, like, do you start and then, like, uh, they, they do thing and then she does it? Uh, that We haven't done we haven't it. haven't had that. Not oh, a transgender okay. yet, but it, it would depend. If it's a young kid, I'll do young boys. 
And <laughs> 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 we are going to cut this down. Eighteen nineteen. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I will perform. Hey man, stop picking on because we have a little. What are those called? Playground scenes or at recess? And these are like flashbacks. Yeah. I have to do those, and so I'll I'll do that. But young enough, then um, Jenna takes uh, young people. Like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it's real young, then it's it's her. So we have to sometimes we have to perform it to decide who could do it, and uh, depending on who the transgender character was. Yeah, um, yeah. We haven't had we haven't had that in a book yet. Mm -mm. Yeah. We have been a. I was a bear, and you were a wolf. Yeah, we were. Yeah, that's paranormal and they do shapeshifters oh. so you were a wolf i was a bear yeah and yeah vampires and all sorts of stuff so you, it's man that's it's really a fun thing to be um it's therapeutic you know just like really good during lockdown because we have to be in a studio anyway but we lockdown we go away we're in alaska or we're in wherever the setting new york we were in the Bahamas last month mm -hmm. quite yeah. a bit, yeah, Turks, Turks and Caicos. And now we're kind of thinking of booking that for <laughs> real because it sounded fun in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So duets are hot right now, you said? That's the oh, duet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jason, yes. you want to do a duet? Huh? Yeah. John, in let's demand, get some Matlock sure. fan fiction and let's go to town. Oh, some of that is erotic, too. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. You guys, nursing home crowds are eat it up. It'd be great. Uh, Tyler, come here for a second. <laughs> sure, Ben. I want to show you yet. my hammer. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. I, I'd career say, was I'd say find another show. Well, this is now. We're just watching you guys. It's like, yeah, yeah. we have a book to promote. Read our new book, oh, Sexy hey. Sugar Scrub and Massage, second edition. So we're in a little. This is hot and spicy. We actually had to do a um a G-rated version because all of our friends were they couldn't handle this, man. You know, the illustrations. Our our illustrator was cool. This guy who drew these. So this is great. We're going to be giving one of these away. Maybe your friend who said my pets are weird will send them a, a code for this. And we're going to have on uh, auto, Amazon free. This will be free for Valentine's Day. So sexy sugar scrub and massage. Let's, now, let's talk like, about Americans it. have to put sugar in everything. Like you can't <laughs> even have a bath scrub without sugar in it. <laughs> it exfoliates well, the skin, Max. That's right. Sure, it does. There's no sugar in this, Max. <laughs> My when coffee, you're done, cherry drink. <laughs> when you when you read that book, do you play "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have to. Nice. You have. We really to. did write this book. Yeah, we wrote this book about I don't know eight or ten years ago. Eight or ten. That's why yeah. it's second edition. Um, yeah. It's available in Audible. Back when we were awful, we we're terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We weren't narrators yet. So. Yeah, I was going so. by my real name back then. It's not Gunnar Quaylen. It's Jeff Peterson down here. So, <laughs> not a secret. But, but yeah, we really do this. We did one before the show. That's why we feel so good. I know we do. We, we taste. We taste good too. Mm, we're our <laughs> it smells like Def Leppard. Is that who did that song? Yeah. Was that Def Leppard? Because my favorite Def Leppard is um, "Roll with the Changes" or whatever. As soon as you are able, 
Can you throw that book up one more time? Ontario Speedwagon. Sorry. You're right. Can you guys throw that book up one more time? Oh, okay. Sexy sugar scrub and massage. Advanced and check that out, everybody, for sure. They're not leaving yet. I'm keeping them around longer. (laughs) You can go to sexysugarscrub.com and it'll link you to the book. It's something for couples to do. Right. In the shower just right. gives you something extra something something new foreplay man you get yeah. you get them all cleaned up too you don't have to worry about hygiene yeah. <laughs> hose them down first yeah, i'm all for hosing them down you don't want <laughs> you don't want to just jump in there get everything all handled it's great these are nice there's a lot I'm telling you we were the models for this illustrator so let me just show you, because this Stand guy, back. this guy was <laughs> very diplomatic when he got to this, because he, I'm like, wow, that is one giant cock. This guy, <laughs> Take the whole freaking page, right? And I'm like, you sure? Oh, here we go again. Here, here you go. How to touch? Touch the tip of a wiener. You sure, there wasn't like money exchange. This would be like. Yeah, oh, yeah, I paid the guy. <laughs> be like, look, when it comes to this illustration, just do me a little favor. You know, you know like, yeah. you do. This is one of my favorites, where you get the girl's butt all sugary and you pull her against you. And uh, look at the six pack on the dude, man. So. Uh, Mom, if you're watching this, um, tune out. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. They don't have nipples. They're okay. The only thing I could think of is that movie Orgasmo with the stunt cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The stunt cock. That would be great, man. Oh, geez. Foreplay and right at the moment, grab the stunt cock. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. So what do you smart. what do you two like to do when you're not working? Let's, you know. Jesus. Well, we live in just we live in southern Utah. It's just gorgeous. Pretty. Uh, gorgeous mountains, wonderful hiking. Um it's just so pretty. A couple hours from Vegas though. That's where we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. we're a short drive about 3 hours to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, we escape there quite a bit. We used to before you couldn't, but Mm-hmm. parties yeah. and dancing we fought we're okay what, what are we like we dance for recreation that's how we met and so we're still dancers and ballroom and go to lessons and go we follow yeah. groups and we follow groups of dancers and groups of bands so that's but vegas is a great place to go for that it's just yeah last year sucked yeah <laughs> you couldn't go anywhere for any fun so yeah um, yep. I'm curious, what what is your what step is your forte? Do you think like what routine or dance Ooh. do you feel like you well, excel at? S- salsa is our new favorite. Salsa. We're real good at East Coast swing. We can we can do them. We can do a lot of dances like waltz, and we can do a lot of others. But salsa is our favorite to do. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it uh, you can salsa to almost any song. Yeah, it's we the, found out it's the most well. And shit, we went to Mexico. Cozumel and Playa del Carmen, and uh, we did a bunch of. Stuff. We actually, we do a lot of things. We ski, we scuba dive. We um, we're kind of um, when we get with our friends, we're with extremists. A lot of our friends have been porn stars, or they're sex therapists, or they're something really radical, like writers and authors. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we get to Vegas, we're meeting with people that that are um, really 
adventurous. Yeah, adventurous. There you go. <clears throat> well, yeah, skydivers. Experimental. Skydivers, bikers. <laughs> we're friends with a lot of veterans outside of, of narrating. So that's that's the fun stuff. But I would recommend anybody get into dance. But we went to Mexico. I mentioned that. And we thought, we're going to show these guys how to dance. Let me tell you. <laughs> hell. Those Latinos, man, they can wow. fucking dance. They, you know? wow. <laughs> wow. Ay, caramba. I, I was blown away. I left with All my night. my little, my what do they call us? I can't remember what they call white guys. I don't know. Gringo. Um, gringo cruz, yeah. One gringo with his tail between his legs. Because I just, <laughs> shit, they could dance. Holy wow. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody too. Yeah. And they were really cool with us. I mean, they made a spot and said, let the gringos try. Jazz hands and shit. And I just watched them. Oh my God. It was inspirational. Made me want yes. to go practice. Yes. Yes. They so, are into their salsa. Yeah. Sure. Well, they live it, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More than, you know, it's their national dance and the kazamba and so, well, salsa is it. Salsa is uh, my favorite. There's a girl named, um, no, I can't remember her name, Sarah, I think. She does kazomba and she teaches it to other women. It's where the guy just stands there and kind of lets her dance around and she wiggles her ass off. <laughs> Love that shit. Kazomba. You guys should check it out. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm so good with the guy in that one. Like, I feel like I can get, that's my, more my speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just standing straight up. Like, yeah. I'm telling you. Some guy was dancing with, uh, I want to say Sarah. What's our friend, Leroy? Lisa. No, it's not. Yeah, not oh, Garcia. Garcia no. no. Anyway, her name's Sarah. Look up Kazomba Sarah. She's the goddess of this. I mean, she's dancing with some dude, and all this guy did at one point was go. And that was about his whole move through the whole dance. So you would like that. She's busy, though. Yeah, it's a dance for girls. In fact, they call it that. Hmm. You know, showing off your woman or something like that. Hmm. Hmm. So, girls love to twirl. We do. We love to twirl. They love to be tw twinkled. Yeah. I'm hearing something. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Jason's on it. He's looking this up. He's on it. He's Googling the dish, I think. That's oh. right. He's checking on the audio, too. TurboTax. TurboTax. Sexy. Oh, that's good. That's Sarah right there. Now watch her and watch the dude. He's got a lot of hand movements going on. That's, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. That's the most I've ever seen a dude work. <laughs> I'm impressed she can do this in heels. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, that's, yeah. All, that's all she wears is those tall heels. Nope, this is already outside my skill level. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. Uh, they go a little faster in one called Neo Metoka. Jason, since you're doing that, dude, Neo, N E O, M E, Toka, T O T A, with Sarah. Yeah, Neo Metoka, watch her go. A polka? No. A polka. No. T O C. <laughs> I don't think you would have watched polka. No polka. Yeah, really. I'm just angry. Grab your accordions. We're in this. Brace yourself. How did we get angry? Out of that. 
T like Tom, Toka. It means toka, don't touch not Toka. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Toka. Yeah, that, that's how white we are on this podcast. Could yeah, you yeah. do Toka though? Could <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Toka? Yeah, let's do Toka. No. Yeah. <laughs> At least, at least I remember to share the music. Okay. Yeah, look at this guy. How little he tries, man. He just about does the man. Yeah. Right at the start. Oh, I'm just gonna sit down. I'm good. Oh, I can do the left to right clap thing. No, he's a little faster. All right, now it gets easy for him. Now he's going to show you. He barely moves. Coming soon to Three Geeks Podcast. Three Geeks uh, Salsa Dancing with Max. Yeah. And polka. <laughs> and, and polka's like, yeah. yeah. Polka Only from your if you home. can do this at all. <laughs> polka from <Yeah>. your home. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy an accordion now. Like, yeah. even, even this routine's making me feel out of shape. Like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, man, I got to try harder. <laughs> <laughs> Not with polka. Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> yeah. We don't look like that either. No, no, no. Yeah, he just he just barely moves. And she does all the work. She's got quite a butt. That's for sure. Sarah teaches that to other ladies, so she's the champion, I think, of Kazumba. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking a look at that. Yeah, <laughs> our pleasure. For weeks. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I went around for weeks going, what the hell is that song? I thought, I'm checking everybody. Uh, Timberlake and Britney and who are the new ones, man? That I just really like some of the new singers. Anyway, I, was, I knew them. I looked them all up. Couldn't find it. It was driving me crazy. I found out that guy that sings Naomi Toka is from Portugal. And he's a big deal there in Europe. Oh. Uh, man, I found that. I said, oh, that's where I heard it. it was this freaking dance. And um, it's great. That that song is awesome. Naomi Toka has some stuff. Yeah, that's where a friend of mine was trying to find out, you know, whether I was liberal or um, conservative by telling me, yeah, I'm really into Neil Young and and I really like, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's trying to get me. So he says, um, bye, Karen. Bye bye. Bye, Karen. Thanks for listening. It was fun to see you. And I, and I seriously, I told him with a straight face. I'm like, I find all my music by watching people dance to it. And then we choose what we're going to dance to. And that's how we choose our music. So I really, it's like, it's really embarrassing to say, I really like Bieber because he did uh, Despacito. Because <laughs> we love to dance to Despacito. Of course, the recording by who is that? Fonsi. Yeah, Fonsi and uh, yeah. Was it Jay Balvin? No, but I can't. I know who you, you know who I mean. Yeah, but yeah. Fonsi redid Bieber's song. He wrote it, which I'm like, damn. So now I like Bieber. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. I know, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm performing homosexual romance, and I like Bieber, and I start life. wearing I start wearing mascara. I'll do the trans part since Mike asked. <laughs> is that is that the Fonzie you're talking about right there? Yeah. No. I had a feeling. I had a feeling that you'd 
work a way uh, to get Peter Winkler into it. Or Henry, Henry. Henry Winkler into it. It's not Peter Winkler. Oh, Peter. Peter Winkler is, a, is an author of erotica, Mike. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know someone else. Sorry. I know. This will be happy days erotica. I know John is dying to ask you guys, but is there any uh, courtroom erotica that you have read? Oh, stop it. I am not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it was that Paul Newman show that you were talking about. It was so good. No. Courtroom erotic. Oh, my God. Where'd you I put that gavel? Bang that gavel. There's a niche there that you can corner. Okay? You can corner the <laughs> yeah. There you go. How many ways can you hide a gavel? I'm sure, I'm sure I can figure it out. <laughs> What's under this judge's robes? I mean... I, I feel like GQ and Jenna would ha be happy to read some of your courtroom around. <laughs> it would not be sexy at all. No. I'm afraid oh we'll have to have God. a mistrial. <laughs> yeah. It would yeah, that's wow. Well, I think turning something exciting that isn't, you know, that's what we were last year, we were tricked into politics. For a minute and i just said i can't take it anymore this is so stupid it was just i mean i just i'm rather i run downstairs and read my exciting sex we did do i mean you guys did watch cobra kai didn't you yeah who, who here by show of hands we got addicted to that for a minute that was yeah. that was way better than it deserved to be i thought oh my god how great yeah i thought Oh God. Good. I don't believe it. It is. It's better than it deserves to be. 100%. We just uh, interviewed uh, Jesse Cove from mm -hmm. uh, the son of Martin Cove, and his mm -hmm. stories on the set and stuff were just impressive. He said the same thing you guys said. His dad loves playing Crease. Yeah. He's so oh, cool. glad that he got to do it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, oh, he's taken awesome. Crease to a whole new level of badass, too. Yeah. Just, yeah. And uh, he's, you know, he's obviously misguided with this whole you know <laughs> you're with me or against me and i will destroy you thing <laughs> begging that way over but um that makes him a lot more dramatic that's why i was saying it's fun to play a bad guy you know it really well, now really well now you just got to wait for that crease fan fiction to come your way so that way yeah. you can just really yeah. the character <laughs> well it you know it's funny doing this you just uh you know it's so exciting. You don't need 10 million fans like those guys have. Um, William Zabka is uh, Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. William Zabka. And I don't think he did anything after Karate Kid. I know that I saw that John Kreese, um, Martin Cove, did a lot of stuff. I mean, he's yeah. he was in a lot of movies and some TV. I didn't see any of it, though. I mean, I'm a fan, but I didn't see that stuff. And so when you start doing this, you're thinking, well, I got to have a trillion fans but if you just find a niche and you're doing pretty well a thousand ten thousand you know thirty thousand people figure out who you are you're doing really well you could do really well i mean your podcast can you get a few <laughs> i know we're not helping but it happen. let's start talking about sex again sex is the best <laughs> so, yeah so does Watch pop culture like the highest work? rated episode? I hope so. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Especially the illustration. So far it is, guys. So far it is. <laughs> <laughs> does pop culture work its way into the stuff you you do on a, on a recent basis? Like, did Marvel or superheroes kind of work its way it's, into what you were working on? Like, while well, the movies and stuff were going. 
Well, they, everybody does what's hot. So there was a lot of BDSM, man. After 50 Shades of Grey, a lot of BDSM and a whole lot of explaining it. Authors are careful. The, the ones who sell the most are meticulous about every detail. So they're explaining this Dom is not about hurting women. He wants to make her feel incredible. So to make her feel incredible, she wants to feel powerless. She wants to be like, do it to me, but do exactly what I want. So these guys have to be intuitive. They also talk a lot, but the authors explain this Dom is going to tie you down and force you to have like four orgasms. And that's not an exaggeration. In some books, they describe not one, but two, three, four erotic events. And um, it's fun to, they're very creative. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also they explain um, that uh, they go over ahead of time. There's a list of stuff that they're open to or they're, they just do not want to even try. Yeah, hard and soft, so, hard and soft limits. Right. So like, yeah, there's, you know, you're like, okay, with some spanking, but no paddles and you're okay with some shock, but not too hard of shocking or whatever. Right. So there's rules. Don't want a ball gag. Be a that's some for some people a very hard limit. I don't want any shit in my mouth. <laughs> I want to be able to talk, you know. Yeah. So there's yeah, and then <clears throat> different devices. The saltine cross is the it's just an X, but the uh, the cross. Some people are like I don't want to be bound to that, and others are like oh yeah, <laughs> all day long. So they describe. Just leave me in there. The, <laughs> I didn't hear Blacksmith. Oh, yeah, just leave me. That's the fun part of bondage. You don't have to answer the phone, really. It's just, <laughs> I don't have to get the fucking door, you know. Yeah. yeah, there there are kinds of bondage that are too extreme, even for us. Obscene, really dark bondage and involves uh, three or four kids, a minivan, and a mortgage. That's bondage we don't do. Oh, it's bondage we already did. <laughs> right along, man. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is hardcore bondage. Like, oh, shit, you didn't see nothing, man. Three kids and a mortgage. That's a that's, that's yes. now yes. you're tied down, motherfucker. Uh, a, a common a common theme in the book is uh there's always time for sex. Oh yeah. Always time. Yeah. There are no kids around, you know. <laughs> No meals to be made. There's nothing but time to mm -hmm. to just. <clears throat> you know you're gonna get to finish. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Real lunch. You know you're gonna have time. Yeah, these guys. Oh my god, and the guys. Wow, they're. I'm like, wow. I <clears throat> if I could bring it like these these uh, book guys, you know, Hollywood romance. It's quick. He starts tearing off her clothes. You can hit your stopwatch and a minute or two later in Hollywood, it's over. But in a romance novel, you bring a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I want to thank you guys for coming on again. Oh, I, God, yeah. You guys have an open door policy with us. Anytime oh. you guys want to join us, 100% you are welcome. Where can everybody you. find you online? <clears throat> well, there's, there's Sexy Sugar Scrub or wonderful promoted books sexysugarscrub.com we and, are the uh, churchofsecrets.org 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 yeah yes and we're mm -hmm. gq and jenna yeah you can find yeah, us on audible search for gunner quailen g-u-n-n-a-r q-u-a-l-e-n that's it there you go 
where all of our books are narrated uh, are on Audible and iTunes and all around. But I can find us here, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody check out uh, John at pvdcast.com. Check out Mike at youtube.com forward slash Mike McGee TV. We are the three geeks. If you guys don't mind sticking around for after the credits, we'd love to talk to you some more. And everybody okay. else, you guys have a great day. Recycle your droids. Thank you.